Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. The doors to the clubhouse have been reopened after another short hiatus. Uh, let's see. Our first episode of 2019 was a couple of weeks ago. And then we tried to schedule a potty for you guys last week, but the schedule was a little bit difficult. And I actually, I had a nice little vacay for myself, thanks to a destination wedding that I tacked a few days onto. It was beautiful. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. But we're back. We're in the stew. We've got great content coming for you. Producer Micah is over there on the ones and twos. And as you've become accustomed to, I've got Mr. Phil Battaglia, a.k.a. Phil Batman, here with me. Hi. What's up, Phil? I like that name. Yeah. I'm just going to come up with a new one every week, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's that's, that's my new shtick. Feel free to send in your suggestions. Yeah. There, there, there are some previous ones, some previous iterations from uh-huh. uh, from our days cruising trade shows together. Yes. Phil Boba, Phil, uh, Phil Kitty, Phil Kitty, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's a bunch. It's several. Good. You have a great name for coming up with various nicknames for. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I don't know why that is, but we we could probably do a scientific, <laughs> I think we could do scientific study and and figure it out. Uh, from here on out, we should be back in the saddle on Wednesday afternoons for you know the, for the for the foreseeable future, and uh, and I'm excited about that. It's great stuff. We'll be here forever. We'll be here forever till the end of time. Mm-hmm. It's rainy today. I, I I just wanted to touch on this. Have you guys noticed that Austin is just a rain city? Yeah. Now? It's I I I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna go to www.weatherchannel.com and I'm gonna look. But I mm-hmm. swear to God, the last six months has just has been. It's just been we're a rain city now, and also a wind city. Yeah, which does not bode well for my sinuses, as you can hear. Never, never. That's never good for sinuses. It's but not. this, I'm I'm sitting over here with uh, this. I've got this black Arcteryx Valance like rain jacket mm-hmm. here, and it was kind of an investment. And I I swear it's to God, off, it's, baby. It's, it's got to be the lowest cost per wear item that I own. I've gotten so much use out of it. Yeah. Like Austin used to be known for, they always, I always used to hear 300 days of sunshine a year. Mm-hmm. I think that's bullshit now. I would agree. I really don't like, I mean, you know, even the summer was rainy this year. Maybe we got 70 days over the summer of sun, mm-hmm. but like since then, Max five, I would say. Could it be <laughs> climate change? I, it could be. It really could. It's a topic for another day. It's hard to say, but you know, I'm just. I was thinking about the weather. Just got back from this beautiful trip. Now Austin's just nothing but rain, and it made me think about packing and packing for certain types of weather. So this is going to be our first segment. We're going to talk about packing and why it's basically terrible, mm-hmm. but why some packing is better than others. So, invariably, for me, the worst part about going on a trip, especially like a long one, like four days plus, is the packing. Packing is the worst part of the trip. And it's made, it's made, it's been made worse recently for me because we, uh, my girlfriend and I have now gotten into our new thing is we drive to Houston to fly in and out of Houston. Really? Yeah, and this is for longer vacations. And the reason for this is so that we can drop the dog off yeah, with my parents. That makes perfect sense. Okay. Because that's it's free doggy daycare. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes flights in and out of Houston are cheaper anyway. And there's always a direct. And there right, there's a, yeah, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. half the time I'm connecting in Houston anyway yeah. when I when we're flying out of Austin. But so that's the first thing. So inevitably we are now packing as if we're going on a car trip, which 
just prolongs that time because there's no set deadline. Yeah. There's there's nothing like having to hustle your ass to the airport to like make you make you finish packing. It's it's that's a hard deadline, you know. And, and you like to push that, don't you? you and push I love to, to push that. I'm, oh, an, I'm a for Austin Airport. I'm a one hour boy. <laughs> I like to show up. I like to show up one hour before my flight. Are you pre check? I'm pre check. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Then that's per, that's permitted. I have. I, I went the longest time without being pre check. And Big T shirt Matt used to give me so much shit because we would always travel together for trade shows, etc. And I'd want to get there like two, at least two hours early. Yeah, you no. Know. And he was pre, you know. So now that I am pre-check, I understand you can wait a little bit longer, but um, tell me, it gives me anxiety. It's I don't think there's a single thing that I like more than being in the pre-check line and yeah. looking over at the, yeah. G, at the GP, at the uh-huh. peasants in the regular line, uh-huh. and just feeling superior, feeling very right. el- elitist and, and happy with myself for for being pre-check. Uh-huh. And yeah. while we're on that, I take great I take great pleasure. It's what it's one of the few things where I'm just like. <laughs> Nobody takes more pleasure though than the first class people. Yeah. Once yeah. you get in, you know past the security and now it's time to board the flight. Mm-hmm. If you're not on the uh, you know the air bus in the sky southwest, <laughs> then there'll there'll be inevitably a first class. Well, and it, well for Southwest that's just a list. Yeah, I the love A-listers. <laughs> I love the people that it's like their first or second time on Southwest and they uh-huh. get a list and they've got like their sunglasses on and like. <laughs> <laughs> their Louis Vuitton carry on and thinking that they're going to get something special. You get to board the plane. You early. get to board the bus because it is yeah. a bus first. You know, let me and say sit though, next to whoever's last. The, I have the most experience with two different airlines. The first being Southwest and the second being United. Mm-hmm. I, I've got so, so just just a few, back in 2016 when uh, I did some overseas travel a couple of times for uh, Grand X production type stuff. Mm -hmm. I racked up a ton of miles with United. I did get status. I was Premier Platinum for the rest of 16 and then into 17. And yes, it is amazing being at the top of the food chain when you have status (laughs) with an airline. It just feels great. Of course. It feels great. You're in the club. You're in the club. Oh, man. I've never been in the club. The whole whole thing is just... it. Flying sucks, and it just makes it so much better. Plus, you get the added boost to your ego of mm-hmm. like just strolling around like you own the place because you're boarding group one. You're you know you have your choice of economy plus seats if you're not getting upgraded to first. Like it's just great. It's 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 great. What we should do is do a episode of Club Cool inside from one of the United clubs. <laughs> Well, I'm no longer status. You're not. I'm ba- no, I'm back down to to with the uh, with the plebeians on on United. It's fine. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll let them know who you are and uh, yeah, how you've yeah. come up. So, United, and then when I'm flying in and out of Austin, just or like usually usually when we're going on vacation, like we're choosing Southwest, and Southwest is the best airline. I know that it has its faults. I know that some people don't like the cattle the cattle call for the boarding process. They don't like that there isn't a first class or an economy plus, but there are fewer delays. You never have to pay if you check a bag. Like the, 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 they're usually on time. The flight attendants are almost like ninety nine percent of the time are nice and friendly. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a it's so much better of an experience than flying on United, which like used to pride itself on being a nice you know a nicer upscale 
domestic and international airline. And it's it's now it's just as shitty as any other airline. And they're starting to nickel and dime you for stuff like bags, for stuff like if you want to sit in the front half of economy, which they mm-hmm. label economy plus because you get like one and a half inches of extra legroom. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It is. And I, I'm happy with Southwest, even though it is just getting on the bus. Love I'm Southwest. just glad you said that because uh, this is producer Micah here. I should introduce myself. I I like Southwest. I, I know it's like being on a bus and every seat's the same and uh, it's kind of dirty and some of the planes <laughs> are old and all of that. But the bottom line is they run on time. They do. And every other airline really sucks. And Southwest will, uh, they are more, um, if your price goes down, you call them, they'll give you a credit. You can cancel yep. them. Their, their cancellation oh, policies yeah. How about are much, no change fees. There's no change fees, and their cancellation policies are so much better than all the other airlines. Um, that, that alone, plus the fact that they leave on time. Now, this being said, we live in Texas. They're based in Dallas. Yep. So, you know, you can't get a lot of, you can't get everywhere from Austin, but you can always, there's a flight from Austin to Dallas every hour. So you, from Dallas, you can get anywhere they fly. And, uh, I was I was recently I flew back from New York a couple uh, weeks ago during or during the holidays, and I was sitting at the hotel or at the airport bar, and I struck up a conversation with the person next to me, and uh, I told her that you know I just got this Southwest credit card and I'm trying to get you know the companion pass and she just rolled her eyes so hard <laughs> and she's like I can't even believe it like we were in the JetBlue terminal because that's how I fly to JFK generally. And she was just like, JetBlue is so terrible. And I was like, well, I won't tell you. I know what you're going to say when I tell you, when I pull out my credit card that has the Southwest <laughs> logo on it. Uh, yes. Let me also say this, Phil. I wish we could just go back to the 50s and 60s where people had to wear suits on planes and hats and dress up and look tight. But that's not where we are. <laughs> no. And it's not going to happen. They were also smoking heaters on the planes. That's too, so. you know what. And there was a lot. There were fewer seats on the plane, and everybody had a little extra space. Everyone had room. Yeah. But it, that's just not coming back. It's going to get worse. And Southwest is at least a Southwest flight is exactly what a Southwest flight was thirty years ago. And it'll probably be that way thirty years from now. Well, the, the the bottom line is also that domestic flying. If you are flying like with you know within mm-hmm. the United States or even down to Mexico, as I was. Like, it's all trash. It's just all trash. Mm-hmm. Like, n- flights don't get good anymore until you're flying internationally. That's true. That And that's that's really all there is to because it. Because those planes aren't worn down like these domestic. They're, they're, right. They don't fly as often. They're right. not. Yeah. So, uh, one other thing. Uh, United, maybe uh, a, a year and a half ago or so, they basically misled me into thinking that I could, like, basically change my destination as long as i i won't bore you with the Mm -hmm. story they misled me they told me that i could do something they weren't clear about it and then when i tried to do it they were like no you can't do that and so they 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 charged me like their absurd exorbitant change fee to like fix a flight and I, i was in no position to not take the the new flight now right so i had to not like i had twitter dealings with them i had emails i had calls with their customer service i remember nobody nobody would help me fix this and get my money back finally i went on linkedin and found their you know their c-level exec Mm -hmm. that's in charge of customer service guessed her email because you can do that pretty much these days it's just like first name or last name or first initial last name Mm -hmm. at united.com basically 
and emailed and was like, this is horseshit. I like, I want this change fee back. And, f- and, and I finally got it back, but I had to jump through, through so many hoops to wow. do this. Then over Thanksgiving, this past the, just a few months back, I had a vacation all scheduled. San Diego had everything booked. We were flying Southwest last second girlfriend's uncle passes pretty important family member we have to change everything cancel our trip we and we're, we're going to north carolina instead in the hubbub of canceling everything of like trying to get all my chase sapphire points back because i had booked on points and then i was past the deadline to cancel i like i thought that i had gone through all you know the button hitting to cancel mm-hmm. my southwest flights turns out i hadn't so the day of the flight rolls around I get a notification from Southwest that I missed the flight. And it's oh. and it's like you didn't cancel, so the money's gone. <laughs> oh, the money's so gone. So I'm like having just a total shit fit freaking out about all the money that I just lost on these flights. So I call Southwest, they give me the like their refunds email address mm-hmm. and I wrote an email, explained what had happened, explained that somebody had passed. Not only did I get every dollar back, but it wasn't even in travel funds. They just refunded both Incredible. flights. No questions asked. Incredible. One email. Incredible. So, you know. Southwest. Southwest. That that There you go. That's what you need to know. Man, love those guys. Yeah. I, I Just a, a quick story. I had an issue with American where I was living in Houston at the time. I had a layover in Dallas. My flight from Dallas to Houston got delayed by like four hours. And so I was going to have to wait in the airport for six hours for some reason. So I was like, I'll just rent a car. And, and or I was like, well, I, I can't wait here for six hours. And the uh, the person at the at the, the gate said, just rent a car. American will pay you back for it. So I'm like, all right, screw it. So I go rent a car. I'm like, oh, well, they're like, do you want a Cadillac for $16 more? I'm like, yeah, sure. I, I don't give a shit. Like, so the car, the rental car ended up costing me like 250 bucks. They never, they never refunded it. Hell no. uh, I lost the money for the flight too. They won't give me a credit for that. And it was, I, I call, I raised hell for it for weeks. I had a, uh, I had, I wrote a letter and I got my friend who was a notary to like notarize it. Oh. <laughs> like I mean, I would jump through hoops. And finally, I got a letter from like someone who, who had, I was led to believe was like the most important person in America, and basically telling me to go fuck myself. <laughs> And I've refused to fly with them ever since. So, um, the boycott stands. The, these airlines, you know, Southwest. Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only other thing I'd say is, for a while, the best way to get a hold of these people was via Twitter, um, because they yes, would reply. Right. Yep. Exactly. And now I think the bubble on that is. Burst. I think. It, I think it there has was like as a well. two-year period where like you could wait online or you could wait on hold for forty-five minutes, or you could tweet them and they'd immediately tweet at yep. you because they wanted to get it right. I do remember. But that. I think that loophole's pretty much closed. I, I think so too. Um, so anyway, the, back to the originally scheduled programming, <laughs> packing, <laughs> packing, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm dealing with now is that we have no time constraint because we're always going to drive to Houston first. Yeah. So we just procrastinate and prolong this whole thing mm-hmm. and it's awful. But last few trips that we've had to do this for were like cold weather trips and that just makes it mm. 10 times more difficult because you need layers. The clothes are heavier. They take up more space. It's it. That's that's the difficult packing, really. It's the worst. And for me, it's like you know, one negative about my wardrobe is that like I do hit on so many different styles that I wouldn't say my wardrobe is incredibly cohesive. 
So when I pack, I take a while because I like to put what I'm going to wear on and like make sure that I like the way it looks mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really just like a throw and go boy. Oh man, I bet that takes you forever. So it takes me, yeah, it's, it, it gets a little tedious sometimes. I'm, I've gotten better about it over the last six months, but I'm just saying I hate packing. Now enter this trip, this most, this, this most recent trip that I was just on went flew to Puerto Vallarta. The wedding was in Punta de Mita, which is about 45 minutes away. Beautiful resort. Could not recommend it enough. Big shouts to the W, Punta de Mita. Wow. Um, Just a fabulous trip all around. And it was so easy to pack for because going warm weather, going tropical, where you're like, you're just going to be sitting around the pool all day. And then at night, you need shorts and a t-shirt or a button down. It's so easy. The clothes weigh nothing. They're light. It all goes together. And yeah. who cares if it doesn't? You're just like, you know, drinking Coronitas and getting drunk on Pacificos and Pina Coladas, you know? Yeah, you, you can wear the same outfit all day. You really could. No, Nobody's saying anything. Yeah. So that's that's just another feather in the cap of, of the tropical vacation is yes. that it's super easy and quick to pack for. I agree. When Ashley and I went on a two-week jaunt to europe a couple years ago and it seemed like such a good idea at the time (laughs) to pack in large like hiking backpacks Uh like a backpacking right you know and so we did the the strategy where you roll everything sure sure okay i mean it's great until it (laughs) If you're if you're moving locations like we were, we went three different places. Mm-hmm. You have to repack everything, right? Um, and trying to to get something out of that backpack and, and then not ruin the rest of everything that's in there is pretty impossible. However, the one good thing is that you can carry it on and just shove it up in the ah uh, yeah you know the compartment above yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would I would recommend investing in some sort of luggage that's big enough to fit um, a winter coat in other outfits. Yeah, yeah. The uh, for ski trips, that's you know oh. that's I always do a like you just need a giant duffel yeah. for that, just so you can just shove and mm-hmm. in, in cram into every nook and cranny, basically. Because mm-hmm. some of your some of your hard cases, they just they don't. They're great. I like them. I have a one that I use frequently, but they don't they don't use the space quite as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? You so, should get that off white uh Ramoa that's clear. That way everybody can see what you're packing. Yeah, yeah, I really should. Phil, did you next time I have a, a spare three thousand? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> Phil, did you have any do you have any thoughts on the roll method? Yes, I do. The roll method is um I approve it. I give it a stamp of approval because it worked. Um, the only, the only downside is you really have no idea what you're grabbing because it's rolled up into, you know, there, it's hard to see what it is that you're that you're about to pull out of there. And if you pull out the wrong thing, you have to re-roll. I, I would I would actually it depends on what you're packing in. If it's a flat hard bat hard case, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't do the roll. Only backpack. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's good for for backpacking trips. Are you a pro, 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 are you a, a proponent of the roll method? I don't know if I am or not. It's one of these things that I've read a lot about on on you know life hack websites, these lifestyle sites. They all say like use the roll method. This yeah. is the one that flight you know, attendants use. I, I typically end up using a, a hybrid. Yes, uh-huh. I do. I do some regular flat fold, and then 
to take like I, I just mentioned like using the space in a rollerboard mm-hmm. or a or a a hard a hard case mm-hmm. you know hard sided one then i use i use the roll method for like some stuff to like fill in gaps yes and like u- utilize the the space yeah. for max efficiency I, I, it's just funny i don't think anyone had ever heard of the roll method 5 years ago yeah. no one had ever named it that at least <laughs> and now it's 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 the thing uh, we've talked in the past of, uh, i i believe on this show about my number one packing tip and that is when you if you're going somewhere and you're going to wear button downs or you're going to wear mm-hmm. you know a shirt that you take them to the dry cleaners and you get them boxed. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And so they're just pre-folded. I've heard of that from and you. That's crazy. It's uh, it's a game changer. Anybody who's out there listening, I will I will say it one more time. It's it's worth doing. Yeah, you can also... If anything you would take to the dry cleaners, instead of trying to fold it yourself, just get them to fold it. You can also uh, con Marie your packing. You know, Marie Kondo? You can con Marie method it. Oh, yeah, of what course. What is that? That's, that's where you just you just don't take anything because it's ah. it nothing brings you joy. <laughs> i did yeah. like uh you mentioned about the uh tropical vacation yeah i don't know if you guys have seen the ellen degeneres stand-up but she has a joke in there about how you go to a tropical island and you pack all these things and you have different outfits and you're gonna look glamorous and laid back and you've got you go out and spend money on a nice linen outfit and you're just all ready and then you just spend four days at the hotel bar where yeah. they close yes. nobody cares yeah. Yeah. everybody you go totally. you have plans to go hike and yeah. do things it's like eh, we're just gonna sit at the bar in yeah. the pool and we'll be fine you know what really grinds my gears what grinds your gears is when i'm on a flight and there's like some guy that's going to do business obviously and he's got his blazer on and before he sits down in his seat, he takes that blazer and cr- and just crams it in the overhead <laughs> compartment. That, he must have a travel blazer, man. Oh, man. You know? It really gets to me. <laughs> you, like, hang that thing up, dude? Like, what are you doing? At least, like, it puts, uh, just keep it in your lap for, a you know? Yeah. It's for an hour. Yeah. Oh, one more, one more hack, one more pro tip on the flights. You spend and, a lot of time on these life hack and this is, YouTube this, sites. <laughs> no, I don't. This is just, uh, this one is courtesy of of the girlfriend actually go to heb or your local grocery store or walgreens or whatever and get the little travel packs of clorox wipes Mm -hmm, for sure and when you get on that plane first thing you do is wipe down your tray table and your seat belt and your armrests and you'll just you'll just feel so much nicer you'll just feel so much better because look like we were just talking about about how nasty domestic air travel is these days they don't have time to clean those things in between like, oh, dude! That maybe they get a wipe down at the end of the day, no. but, who, but who knows? They're not wiping shit down. And I've already, I've gone over this with you before. Like, I was, I was going to buy a mask and be the mask guy. Uh, right, right. Because when we were doing all that traveling, yeah, I just, I always feel funky after like a week of traveling, a bunch of flights. Of course, and always. I always attribute that to the recycled air that's gross. All those people in there coughing, yep. and 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 sneezing and it just gets recycled into my nose yeah you're, bre- you're breathing whatever they're coughing oh up. man i hate it <laughs> um this is uh not to jump on you but one one thing that i love to do and uh they're they're not even paying us for this anymore but our friends at fulton and rourke have they sell aftershave wipes in like a box of 20 i always carry these in my luggage i've got like five of them the first thing I do when I get off the plane, I go to the bathroom and wash my hands. And then I take one of these and I just wipe myself. And it's got eucalyptus and I just oh. it, it really brings you back to life. Hey, shout, shouts to the friends at Fulton and Rourke. They need to come out with a 
like a box of 100 of those yes that, that, and like knock a few dollars off the price like give me the 20 it goes they go so quick. they go quick i'll, go I'll quick. mention this to them yeah yeah but it need, it a, worth econ- checking need out. an economy pack anyways last thing that i wanted to kind of like throw out a, a, you know, a little bit of an aside here is we we've talk we've done some talk about destination weddings and like various things like that and how it's kind of a pain in the ass when you're 25 because it's expensive and yada yada but this this was one of the most fun weeks that i've had in some time as a 32 year old because about maybe 18 months ago two years ago i don't know within the last two years my college group and i tried to put together like kind of like a reunion style vacation and guess what you hit 30 that's not happening no it's not it is not happening you cannot work with everybody's schedule. It's impossible. People ha- people are having kids willy-nilly now. Yeah. So inevitably somebody's out because they just had a kid or they're about to have a kid. And the hardest part was destination. It, it, everybody wanted to r- rule out and use their veto power for something. Especially, especially the most popular thing was the Zika thing. That's still a thing in all these tropical things. Oh, Any really? of your friends that are like trying to get pregnant or are yeah. pregnant are not going to go down to Mexico or to the Caribbean because of the the Zika thing. The yeah. Interesting. Belize, Costa Rica, like it's like it's a possibility in all of those destinations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I this was perfect because it was like, well, this wedding's happening. Everybody that's going at this point in their early 30s is like tacking on a few days because you're not going to go down to Puerto Vallarta for a, just a weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was just like whoever can come can come. And the and the Zika people stayed home, and the people that couldn't that you know that couldn't make it for whatever reason didn't come. Zika but then everybody people. that could could make it made it, and it was it was that reunion vacation that we had been looking for. Yeah, and we just sat around on the beach and body surfed and sat by the pool drinking Pacificos for four days. Love it, and it was fantastic. So the, yeah, I'm I, now I I'm hoping for just nothing but destination weddings as long for the rest of uh yeah. for the rest of my wedding going experience. I love them. All right, let's take a quick break. Today's episode of Club Cool is brought to you by Lisa Mattress. You got a New Year's resolution for 2019? I have one for you. Resolve to rest this new year. We're going to talk about other various resolutions in the next segment again. But the most important to get any of those resolutions done is rest. A quality night's sleep helps you recover from distractions faster, prevents burnout. You make better decisions. It improves your memory Overall, you just make fewer mistakes. This is not marketing. This is just science. To design a better mattress, Lisa leveraged 30 plus years of experience and hundreds of hours of testing to develop the perfect mattress for all body shapes and sleeping styles. You know, Lisa, who I swear by, I've been on the Sapira by Lisa for maybe two years now. I was at dinner last night with, uh, with a few people. They were asking about new mattresses. Boom. I was like, you got to go Lisa. Don't even bother with the other names out there. It's all about Lisa. Lisa makes incredible product. Plus, they're helping, you know, make the world a better place. Their mission is to provide a better night's rest for everybody. And through their 110 program, they donate one mattress for every 10 that they sell. So that's more than 31,000 mattresses and counting. They also work together with the Arbor Day Foundation. They plant one tree for every mattress they sell. So start 2019 well-rested. Get $160 off your Lisa mattress at lisa.com slash cool. Use promo code cool at checkout. That's L-E-E-S-A 
com slash cool. Use promo code cool. Stop sleeping on that grungy old 10-year-old mattress that you have. Get yourself hooked up with a Lisa mattress. Lisa.com slash cool. Promo code cool. Speaking of resolutions, I wanted to talk a little bit about the fitness stuff because I know a lot of people, the new year rolls around. That's probably the the most common resolution for Absolutely. people. They're going to eat better. They're going to get fit. Mm-hmm. They're going to do this, that in the gym. They're going to mm-hmm. sign up for class pass, yada, yada. As you've heard me talk about a little bit on this podcast, I've got a half marathon coming up. It's my first one. It's this Sunday. Oh, yeah. Where I'm doing? The, I'm I'm running the Houston Marathon, and also my, I I need to give a shout out here to my mom because she was listening to the podcast and I didn't mention her when I mentioned this half marathon. Come and on, she is the reason that I'm running this half marathon. She has she has walked slash run like over ten of these. Really? Yeah. Yes. Damn, that's yeah. impressive. And so, you know, she's she's thinking about retiring from them, and she wanted to make sure that I like came down, yep, did one with her, got mm-hmm. to be part of the celebration afterwards. So, shouts shouts to mom, shouts to mom. She she registered me going down this Sunday. We'll we'll celebrate at El Tiempo post run. Nice. Um, but the an, an important part about picking up some new hobby, especially a fitness one, mm-hmm. at least to me, is feeling good while you're, you know, partaking, basically. And as it always goes with me, the the big thing there is the gear. You know, that's what I like about doing something new. And so, of course, the the and it's not that I, I hadn't been running. I just wasn't running very often, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. once a week, every other week doing a three-mile run or something like that. And now I've been running multiple times a week, getting trained and ready for this thing and so of course i'm looking for like new product i want new gear i want new hat new this new that and it just makes you if you're struggling to keep a resolution i i do suggest investing in gear that makes you excited about going to do that Mm -hmm. whatever it is you're trying to do if you're taking spin classes get yourself your own pair of clip-in shoes Mm -hmm. or like a you know a cool pair of cycling shorts that are padded that'll help you in the spin classes or if you're rock climbing like get your own harness get the little bag that holds your chalk you know it's just like stuff, always carry one of those stuff that I, i'm carrying one right you now are. actually it looks yeah. good. it's it's important for podcasting <laughs> it looks <laughs> to get, really good to get chalked up yeah but you know what i mean like it's just that's the type of thing it not not only is it fun to have you get excited about getting something new you get excited about getting to use the product or the gear but by spending a little money to in, mm-hmm. to invest more in the resolution, you will also kind of like you're making further commitment to going and doing that thing. Yeah. So I, I I just wanted to talk quickly about a few brands that I've I've grown to love here over the last three months that I, that I'm that I'm big on now because I've I've picked up some product and I'm just like this is I. I like wearing this stuff. I, I want to go run so that I can wear this now. Uh, so the first is a Canadian French brand that I think I'm going to say right, but no promises. I think that you pronounce this C-L-A. It's C-I-E-L-E. And they basically make run one thing, and that's caps. They make running caps. Mm-hmm. But they're super airy and lightweight, and they come in like all sorts, like a very wide color range. So if you like going all neutral, Mm-hmm. blacks whites grays easy 
If you like bright neons, pops of color, they got all that too. Big, cool color blocks and like blues and pinks and oranges and yellows. And I've had some problems with some running caps because they, they, they give you no, they give you no room. They're very like flat, very shallow. It's like a skull cap. Kind of the, what? The Cielas? Yeah. And like those Speedo caps that you're. They're like, uh. The these are these are the CLAs are more like a almost they're styled almost like the camper hats. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah which yeah. I look really stupid in. But I don't think you would look in, stupid in these because they're shaped in a in a more in not such a shallow way. Ah, okay. They kind of fit like a regular yeah kind of cap. Gotcha. But they're very lightweight and nylon and like multi-paneled, and they just they look tight. Mm-hmm. You look like a you kind of look like you know like you're on the tour de france in one of the little cycling caps except wow, for it's I've not a cycling cap. always wanted to, to Do, look yeah like that. you've probably always wanted to look like lance yeah. armstrong out there while you're running so now you can't um and, and relatively inexpensive as as performance gear goes to mm-hmm. you know you can find these things anywhere from like 25 to 40 bucks mm-hmm. so okay next one is a japanese eyewear brand called district vision now, I originally came across this brand at the Outdoor Voices store in Austin because yeah. they carry some third-party stuff. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, these are really, really cool. I, I was previously running in a pair of Oakley M-frames that are approximately 17 years old. Damn, I'd love to see that. <laughs> They're not like the crazy 80s or 90s look. Uh-huh. They're like the 2002 look. So they're like not retro Ooh. enough to be cool. Still hot. Uh, and so I was I was looking for something new. And what I like about the District Vision stuff is mm-hmm. that they do multiple different styles. So based on what you're going for, mm-hmm. you can look like a high-tech, you know, running guru with like some tricked out kind of razor-shaped wraparounds. Mm-hmm. Or they have the style called the Keiichi, which is almost just like a like a like a flared wayfarer shape. And so it's it's great because they're designed for running, designed for performance, but they look cool outside of training as well. Yeah, you can wear them like on a regular basis if you want to. And uh, the price, as far as performance glasses go, you know, it's it's relatively high. They they average around like two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. But I I have found several pairs, and my pair and uh, was I did find on sale for closer to a hundred. So they also do awesome accessories. They do some some really cool tees, cool hats. And this is a brand that I would pay attention to, District Vision, just as far as we, we've talked a little bit on the pod about how the like the utility look, like the tech look is kind of infiltrating a lot of fashion. And so I think District Vision could become kind of kind of a beacon for that type of stuff, kind of an influence, a low-key influencing brand just like most of the stuff that comes out of Japan right. is. So do you um, always wear eyewear while you're running? Always. Really? Yeah. And the, so, the pair of district visions that I got, like the lens is perfect because it's kind of gray, but kind of rose colored. Mm-hmm. And so it's like in low light, they just kind of enhance, mm-hmm. but they block sun if it's bright out too. The, so I'm, I mean, I've been training on the trail a lot. Yeah. And it's very, it's woody. It's very nature Yeah. And so if I don't wear sunglasses, I like, I get bug, I get like bugs flying in my right. eye stuff or dust or gnats or, you know, Oh man, I haven't been out there in so long because of the cedar. Yeah. What's it like? Is it's it nice good. out there? Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. 
I'm relegated to the treadmill. Oh, it's the ugh. worst. Treadmill is, oh, I can't do it. It's not good. A couple of times over the course of this, you mm-hmm. know, this whole thing, I've had to jump on a treadmill. Max I can make it is two and a half miles. Yeah. See, what I do is I get those um, M-frames, put them on, uh-huh. uh, the darkest ones possible, <laughs> and then get one of those Speedo caps uh-huh. and wear that on the treadmill. And I, I crank her up all the way as fast as she'll go. <laughs> and do you also go as, as yeah. steep of incline? Of course. Yes. Yeah. 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 Got to make a scene in there. <laughs> yeah, that's a big mood right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a big mood. Yeah, 15 on the speed and 10 on the incline. Exactly. Just going ham. That's where you want to be. Flinging sweat all over the place. <laughs> Man, I'm not even going to mention because I don't want to um, poo-poo my gym because I do enjoy it, but it is disgusting. <laughs> The smell hits you right in the face when you walk in. Have you ever tried to run? Do they have one of the treadmills that's like, uh, like the treadmill curved? No, hell no, not at this place. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I haven't tried one yet. I haven't, but, my, but my gym has one. I th- I'm gonna have to jump on that thing mm. at some point. They're quite popular at On It. Is that right? In fact, those are the only treadmills they have. For like, and the, what's the deal? It's like I, ha- I, I still don't understand. They're no. powered by the speed you run. Okay. So like okay. I, it's not like you keep up with the speed of the thing, just how fast you go. Yeah. Moves that, that that is why I that is one of the reasons why I hate treadmills because like it dictating how fast you're going is weird to me. Like it doesn't make any sense. Keep up, bro. <laughs> you got to go all the way up. Yeah, I I mean I guess so. So your district vision are gray with the black rose lens. That's is that correct. What it's called? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's styling. Very. Yeah. They're tight. They're tight. I'm see, very excited to see. I'm, I'm the, interested now. The fit for the the marathon. That oh, you're it's going to pull yeah. off. Well, okay. This is going to oh, be the coldest yeah. Houston marathon in history. It went. It's, it's according this to the yeah according Ooh, to the forecast. Baby. And the, you better and, get ready. And the biggest bullshit thing of all is that Friday and Saturday are going to be like sunny yeah. and seventy two. Right. Or, or Thursday and Friday, maybe. Right. And then this Arctic blast is coming in on Saturday. Ooh. And then Sunday is going to be like a high of 40, low of 30. You're going to have to go buy some new gear. Well, that but you get you get, you get so hot running. So what you do, what everybody yeah. does that I've been instructed to do, is you go to Walmart and you just buy like layers. You buy like $5 hoodies. And you're tossing them? And then you just toss them. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wow. and then they've got a squad that comes through and picks everything up and like donates donates it. Oh. Yeah. So it's a thing. Yeah. But so the key is to you just, you know, you you look you, you just look like a like a wrestler trying to shed weight, make weight uh-huh. when you show up and then by the time you're on mile 5, you're yeah. down to like your your dope fast running outfit. Ooh, that's yeah, that's he's crossing the finish line. Yeah, that's that's how it's going to go. He's going to have me. that photo of himself. If this IT band if this IT band doesn't flare up and like knock me out at mile 7. Oh man. Well, so, thoughts and prayers. I hope it works you, out for you. you. <laughs> Um, okay, next brand is called Satisfy. This is Parisian designed, mm. and this is basically like if Saint Laurent or Amiri started designing running clothes. Okay. To be clear, the only thing I have from them is a pair of socks that I got on sale. <laughs> it is expensive. It is more than I'm going to pay at retail for running clothes. But it, like, just looking at the clothing, like, makes me more interested in continuing to run. Because I'm like, if I can find some of this on sale, you just you look like you just look like a badass on the trail. Yeah. One of the things, one of their new pieces right now, it's a they do these tanks called the moth eaten tanks, which are like distressed. They have like holes in them. 
in the singlets or in the in the <laughs> muscle tanks or whatever. Uh-huh. Their new one right now has like a picture of Willie Nelson, young Willie Nelson running. That's what you want, you know, especially on the trail here. There's just there's just there's crazy stuff. They're doing animal prints. They're it's just all over the map. That's what you want. It's just like really like I don't know. It's just really cool. It's that unique. They, it's very unique. And uh, I continually look for this stuff to see if I can maybe, you know, find a piece for yeah. 50, 60 percent off and, and throw it on because it's cool stuff. It's 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 fun and it, it makes you think about running as if it's like this hardcore badass sport mm-hmm. instead of just like jogging around the trail. Uh, I have it pulled up right now. That's that's dope. Yeah. And then uh, Nike always super reliable for me. Um, they 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 do really basic stuff that is inexpensive and like great for every day. And then they kind of have they 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 sprinkle in some of this cooler stuff that's kind of like emulating these these more niche brands. And then they even collaborate with uh, with Jun Takahashi from Undercover on their Gyakusao uh, line, which is of course more Japanese Tokyo based running crew stuff that just like mm-hmm. you know it just looks cool color palette's different it's not so bright it's like way more muted and earth tone is this and, nike yeah nike and, and get, what yeah. is it apc that that line that they do that's the um a little bit more fashion forward nike yeah or apc hold on the the nike japanese collaboration is is called the gyakasau stuff yeah it's and, the collab that they've done and that's with uh the the guy that helps them design that is Jun Takahashi, who designs he his brand is Undercover. Oh, this is dope. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. Last shout, my favorite running shorts are actually from Outdoor Voices, and uh, which ones? Y- you guys, some I've I've heard good things about Miles Apparel from uh, from some of our listeners as well. I've not gotten a chance to check them out yet, but uh, you know, just a. Uh, just a, some love from from listeners about Miles M Y L E S. So, so there you go. I would like to add that my favorite shorts are um, Lululemon. I cannot find a pair of running shorts Surge. I like from Lulu. Surge cannot seven inch. Yeah. Check them out. And I'll add that my favorite running short is a Patagonia runner. I think it's like a five inch. It may even be shorter than that. I need a five inch. But the Patagonia running shorts are nice. Uh, They have no pockets, but they have a zipper in the back so you can put a car key or something. Um, And I'm one of those psychos who runs without a phone on me. So it works perfectly. But I think you could probably fit a phone back there. Do you not listen to anything? No, just just my own psycho thoughts. Holy Uh hell. How's Uh, that that flip belt going? I was about to say, give a shout out to the flip belt. Flip belt, yeah. Check it out. Um, I love it. It's great. It's great. It's, It's essentially. Um, I hate having stuff in my pockets. Yep. And so I went to Barrett for advice. He turned me on to flip belt and it's a neoprene um circle that you put around your waist. Put around, yep. And it's got a bunch of different pockets. You can put anything in it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like if so I always wondered, you know, I, I could never understand how these people are running with like iPhone seven pluses just strapped to their arm. No. It always looks so uncomfortable yeah. for me. And so I started, but then running shorts don't really build the pockets so that it, even if your phone fits there, it's still going to be flapping uh, around yeah, and doing no. that whole thing. It'll pull your so shorts you, down. Yeah. So you need something that compresses the phone yeah. to your body. And this flip belt is, mm-hmm. is what I found to, to work the best. And, and now it's, it's like, 
It's great. I swear by it. It's it uh, is great, yeah. and I would recommend it's sizing great, it's down. Great, yeah, it's great for gym too. Mm-hmm. I, I used it at the gym before I uh, became a wealthy person and got AirPods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> man, what's it like? Oh, <laughs> you know, it's 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 like when you're uh, in the A list for Southwest. Yeah, basically, man, <laughs> must be nice. All right, guys, we have one more segment. Um, again, if you're trying to get back into fitness, pick up a new hobby, go get some dope gear. I promise it'll help. Last thing, speaking of buying stuff, I, I got I to gotta pick a bone with Amazon because okay. it is completely overwhelming to me at this point. I have a hard time buying anything on Amazon anymore. And not because they're a corporate giant, not because you know I'm, I'm boycotting Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos, but because the review section is it's intolerable and it is overwhelming and it soils what I want to buy no matter what. Wow. Because here's what happens. I, I'm looking for two things right now. One thing I'm looking for is a blender. I need a new blender. And so, I, and I don't want to buy like a Vitamix or some $150 Ninja. I want like just your run-of-the-mill Oster or Hamilton Beach, mm-hmm. you know, 30 to $50 blender that it just blends smoothies, basically. You know, I'm not trying to make soup over here. And <laughs> they all have like in between three and a half and four star reviews. Mm-hmm. And so I'll start reading and I'll read a few good ones and then I read one one star review. You're out. And I'm out. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, well, this person is probably the right one. <laughs> All these people that left good reviews, they can't possibly be right because look how shitty of an experience this guy had. And then you start and then and it, everything now has thousands of reviews. So inevitably, there are lots of one star reviews. And it just it 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 ruins it for me. I can't buy anything because I'm like, this thing's going to be crap. It's not going to work. Yeah, everybody's a critic, though. And I, I, I feel you on that. I, I do. I deep dive into Airbnb reviews because that, to me, is super essential. See, now that, now that, and there's not, I, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Airbnb, that's, if a place does not have, like, all good reviews, that is, I'm out, man. Or if there is, if there's a question review and there's not a response from the sure, the owner. sure. But with Amazon, um, you need to get out of your own head. But see, it's a the, with Airbnb, your the sample size is still so small because That's it's like true. even for plate properties that are stayed out a ton. Mm-hmm. Like, what are there seventy reviews? Yeah, you know. I mean, uh, yeah. When you got five thousand reviews on a blender, like there are going to be lots of crappy ones in there. Oh, dude! And I, I just I love love Amazon. Yeah, love it. let me tell you why. Okay, I it, first of all, it reads my mind, um, which I really love. Um, and last night, here's a perfect example. It's going to freeze here Sunday night, mm-hmm. so your boy needs to cover his Arctic blast. Yeah. Needs to cover his pipes, so I needed something to cover the little spigots on the outside of the house. Mm-hmm. Before I could even get through typing cover, it already knew what I wanted. I just typed in, um, what did I type in? Faucet and then C-O, no, didn't even get to the V, it knew exactly what I wanted. It gave me everything I needed. Yep. Two clicks later, it's on its way, it should be there when I get home. Okay. You've ordered today? Yesterday. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned Amazon because, uh, in addition, I, I've done Sober January now four or five years in a row. Hmm, wow. I am also, this year, refraining from buying anything on Amazon for the entire month of January. <laughs> <laughs> it's never been done before. 
Well, so sober, so it's still sober January because that's a, that's it's, it's, an, it's, going, it's a vice, it's an addiction. So far, it's going great. And let me say, I've talked previously on this podcast about the deal sites that I follow on Twitter. Yes, and uh, that I check: Fat Kid Deals, Kenja Deals, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> what's, uh, Sneaker what Steel. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of these. Have you had to mute them all? I've unfollowed all of them unfollowed. for the month of January. Just straight unfollowed. Just mute. Just I guess mute. I could mute them, but it's felt great, and I uh, just want to let everybody know it's possible. It's possible to avoid Amazon. I did buy my mother a book on Amazon, but other than that, I've been totally clean. And um, and I did buy a pair of uh, Outdoor Voices shorts. They had a big sale going mm-hmm. in uh, January, and my girlfriend caught me and uh, threatened me. And can't, she did she cancel the order? Did she call him up and cancel the order? No, on your but behalf? she was very un- unpleased. Yeah. You know who hasn't that's been clean okay. this month? Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Oh, good, good segue, <laughs> Phil. He has been a bad boy. He has been a bad boy. Um, have you seen this? Yeah, he. Um, <laughs> I don't know if if everyone is aware, but this guy likes to sext. Okay, and he sexed as a uh, what would appear to be a like a a, a robot trying to pass as a human, <laughs> which is what he may be. Okay, um, Micah, can we pull up something that he has said recently, just so we can, um. You know, I, I I was thinking, what do, do I? Are the ladies out there? Are you? Is it better or worse that Jeff Bezos had an affair with a woman his own age? Uh, I don't know. You know, like is maybe she his own age. Apparently, he's fifty six. She's forty nine. Apparently, like, this uh, woman is also a f- married uh, to a friend. Of yeah, his, yeah, yeah. Which makes it worse. Well, I'm I, aside from that. That part is obviously like that's pretty unfortunate. I, I'm not, you know, I'm going to sound like a, a probably a bad person here, but I try not to judge because you just don't know what how that situation unfolded. People catch feelings and then all of a sudden, like, there's nothing you can do about it. And like, it sucks for everybody involved. So I guess I'm just more like empathetic to towards the situation rather than say rather than trying to okay. defend what these people did. It's a judgment free podcast. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It's it's interesting because Bezos he he didn't go the typical route. He's not just like cozying up to some twenty five year old model, right? Like this is a forty nine year old, you know, peer basically uh-huh. that he knows well and is within five, six, seven years of his age and happens to be a friend's wife. <laughs> I love how everybody is tweeting like, um, it, you know, can I get Mackenzie Bezos's uh, Instagram handle or her number, please? <laughs> yeah, apparently, no prenup. Nope. God. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the most expensive divorce. Or uh, as our president calls him, Jeff Bozo. Yeah. If, if she is really if, something. If she take, I think I read that if she takes half, uh, she'll jump to like the number two richest person in the world. Oh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> well, Jeff here, Bozo. Th- here's a uh, page six article entitled Jeff Bezos racy text to Lauren Sanchez revealed. Mm. If you're ready for these, I can I can share them in my most sultry voice. Okay. May 13th of last year, he messenger, quote, I want to smell you. I want to breathe you in. I want to hold you tight. I want to kiss your lips. I love you. I am in love with you. Three weeks later, he hey, sent that's a... that's pretty sweet. <laughs> three weeks later, he sent her a shirtless photo Ooh, with yeah. another romantic declaration, quote, you know what I want? I want to get a little drunk with you tonight. Not falling down, just a little drunk. I want to talk to you and plan with you, listen and laugh. 
This is One this is cocktail. this is not lust, man. This is love. See, and he, this is what I'm saying. He's follow, in love with her. Followed up with quote, "I basically then in all caps want to be with you." Four exclamation marks. Then I want to fall asleep with you and wake up tomorrow and read the paper with you and have coffee with you. Oh God! Get to the one where he talks about that's, human girl. See, that is inc- <laughs> that's inc- <laughs> that, that's why I feel for the situation because like he fell in love with another person. That's that sucks. Yeah, here we go. Uh, quote: You make me better. You're meant for me. I know it more clearly than I've ever known anything. I I love everything about you. I love that your last pick. Takes me completely out of my head. I am crazy about you, all of you. I need to smell and touch you. I want to hold you. I know you're right for me. I know we fit. I like it that you're strong. I like it that you're vulnerable. Everything. The only thing I don't like is not being with you. That's something. This man is a poet. All of this is just straight from my heart. I love everything about you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What did he say about it? What were you? What's the one you were looking for, Phil? There's one where he calls her human girl. I'm, oh, no, I'm, no, no, a live girl. Let me, I'm I'm digging here. <laughs> uh, and that's been sexting with Jeff Bezos and Micah Wiener. <laughs> oh, here, yeah, here it is. I love you, comma, a live girl. <laughs> I will show you with my body, my yeah. lips, my eyes very soon. He, okay, here is how you know. A live girl. Yeah. This is the other thing I was thinking about. <laughs> and, and now these, these texts, I struggle to even call them sex. I guess they are. But like this is how I know that he is just head and shoulders over this girl. It was probably his idea to get the divorce. He needs to be with this other woman so mm-hmm. badly and like in a in a more straight and narrow way. Yeah, that he is willing to basically give what what's it going to be like eighty billion dollars to his <sighs> ex wife? Because you think in that situation that I mean, and he's so 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 rich. And a lot of people, like we were talking about this on on the trip that I was on, there people were like, "Well, he doesn't care. He's still gonna, he's still gonna have eighty billion dollars or a hundred billion dollars or what, whatever the number is, multiple billions to where the money is almost meaningless." But I just I disagree with that because billionaires don't get to be billionaires by like not counting cents by letting, by mm-hmm. not counting those pennies. You know what I mean? Yeah. They count. They care about every single cent. That's that's. That's part of the reason they get to the level that they're at. And so you'd think that if he was just out there like chasing tail, just wanting to smash models, basically models Mm -hmm. and bottles, right? That he would just, he would just work it out with the wife. Be like, look, here's $10 billion. Go do your own thing. Mm -hmm. You can have your own life. I'm going to have my own and we'll just have this like sham of a marriage. Right. But he, so that's why I think he wants the divorce. Because he's willing to give up so much. Because he's willing. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, yeah. he'd just pay his wife off. He'd just agree to some type of yeah, like right. settlement deal, basically like an arranged thing where you just take your, you know, unbelievable amount of allowance, whatever it is, you name the number. She's not going to name $80 billion. And that's that. And we'll just li- we'll just do our own thing and mm. we can just both have these separate lives. But instead, he wants it like for real finalized yeah he's gonna he's gonna end up marrying this other this other woman i I bet you anything well i hope that they prolong it so we can get some more out of this yeah and micah can read some more text messages to everyone i mean the only if he was an actual robot bent on destruction of this planet he would definitely tell a woman and call her a live girl absolutely (laughs) that is a name that that only a robot could someone needs to look into this 
Yeah. South Park is already they're they're ahead of the curve. I don't she know. makes him feel alive. Okay, it's yeah. a nickname. It's a pet name. They they've done a great job on South Park portraying him. It's it's genius. All right. Well, back to my back to, back to the last thing. Just a little call to action for uh you know for the for the clubbers out there. I I need look, and this is gonna maybe sound embarrassing. I need a recommendation for for a nose hair trimmer because <laughs> it's time we finally had the conversation about nose hairs. Nobody wants them. They don't look good. And and I can't make a decision on Amazon because it's just it's overwhelming and there are crappy reviews for all of them. If you have good experience with one, just hit me in the DMs and let me know. Okay. Anything else you guys got for this week? Um, no. All right. What a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful way to spend an hour. This has been a great episode. This has been fun. Yeah. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Next week, get Par- uh, Men's Fashion Week is happening in Paris right now. Yes. So next week we will touch on some of the things that we liked and that we saw and that could be trending Can't for wait. future seasons. And uh, and Phil, you got to catch up on True Detective so that we can uh, yeah. we can give some thoughts. Can't wait for that either. First couple episodes a little slow, but we'll see. I, I like the first... I've seen the first half of the first episode yeah. and... I'll get there. uh, But once again, here's my really quick critique. These shows, this one and um, I guess it was the last season of True Detective, they could not smoke any more cigarettes. (laughs) Well, that's like, yeah, it's it's very noir. It's very hard-boiled detective like pulp God. pulp fiction type stuff yeah that by, just i mean like the shit the, out of me like they smoke so pulp fiction many. books not the movie pulp fiction yeah. yeah they 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 burn heaters they burn a lot of heat yeah they're like dylan chevrolet out there just <laughs> ripping cigs um <laughs> all right this has been club cool we will be next back next week you can follow the podcast on instagram and twitter at club cool pod you can follow my personal accounts on instagram and twitter at barrett dudley you can follow Phil's Instagram at PBatag, and we will see you and talk to you next week. Bye-bye.